Check one, two, check one, two. Miami on the rocks. Casey Chops. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Today's episode is brought to you by my brother Smiles Official. Make sure you check out his new single featuring Tory Lanez. It's called Bands in the Trap. Apple Music, Spotify. Make sure you Shazam it. Follow him on Instagram at Smiles Official. Today's guest, I got my brother Casper in here. Eli in here. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> family here today. For the people that don't know, Casper is one of the biggest artists in Miami. And when I say artist, I mean painter. Not to be confused with someone who does music. Um, he's, know. he's done painting. <laughs> he's done paintings for Nicky Jam. He's done paintings for Setch. He's done paintings for Bad Bunny. You know, uh, you, you've been moving and shaking in the scene, bro. And, and you know, I've been I've been watching your movement closely, bro. And I want to give you your props. I want to give you your flowers, man, because because you. you've been working hard. You know what I'm saying? And so so. First of all, take me through. You're from here, right? You're from Miami. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, Miami? Down Kendall. Kendall, Kendall mm -hmm. area. And how did you get into the whole? You know, because if you follow Casper, you, you're going to see him. You know, presenting paintings for Setch, Nicky Jam, and all the biggest celebrities. So there's a lot of people who you know who have a dope, you know, who are dope with the pen or or dope, you know, artistry with painting and things of that nature. And they're looking at you like, damn, how do I take it to the next level? How do I really monetize it and make it a career? Because, you know, I think the average person is like, yo, how do I make money from this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so um, let, I want to go through like your beginnings, bro. You're from Kendall. And how did you get into, have you art, always been like into painting and drawing and artistry like that? Yeah. So since I was five, uh, my mom put me in like art classes because my mom paints too. And, like, my, my uh, half-brother also got into art. Mm -hmm. So I went to Felix Vrela High School, and they have, like, a crazy APR program there. Mm -hmm. So then um, when I first started, bro, it's like anybody starts. It's like you have a natural, like, affiliation with it. If you like it, you don't, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, over time, like, I still got my portfolio since I was, like, in like third grade second grade and like Damn. if you go up like throughout the years i still have like all my paintings like marked from like 2003 2004 2005 and if you like put them up lined up you're gonna see like the progress that it makes and like i'm now i'm at the point i am now that's but, crazy like, it's been since i was like a small kid so you've always been at it consistently yeah it like it just as a hobby so like when um when i was younger it was kind of like an escape for me with like all the bullshit that was going on through my life mm -hmm. like my parents and stuff like that so then that was kind of like my way to like vent away from like reality i guess right so then um eventually bro it just became like a daily thing i'd have a black book in every grade like it got to a point where I reached like high school and I had like at least like eight, nine, ten black books just chilling in my closet. What of just yeah. different things like that's crazy. I lost one of my best ones filled from uh, front of back, 150 pages. I'm never found it. Want to kill myself? That's crazy, dog. <laughs> so, what are some some of the things you started drawing and painting? Like uh, hands and faces, which is what I specialize in now. Ooh, and so eyes. like portrait vibes. Yeah. Oh shit, so that was always my thing. I first started with like um, video game characters. Okay. So, like, Kingdom Hearts, I still remember vividly, like, since I was a kid. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but that's, like, the GOAT, the best game ever. Yeah. Um, I'd always draw, like, characters from that game, and then from that it went to, like, eyes, and then from there to hands, which is ironic because in the art world, eyes and hands are, like, the most difficult thing to, like, actually draw. So then, over time, 
as I developed like my skill for that, by the time I got into high school, that's something that you learn in like your first year art. Mm-hmm. By the time I was in my first year art, I was already like smoking everybody in the class. Yeah. So I was just like showing like I mean, wrinkles bro, on the hands, yeah. like perfectly and <laughs> shit. Yeah, so like by then I was already used to it. So a uh, funny story. Um, when I was in my second year art school, I actually didn't like painting back then. My thing was uh, charcoal, granite, and like um, and just like number two pencil. That's mm-hmm. it. So then. Um, Second year of high school, of uh, AP art, um, sorry, second year of art school, you have to do painting, and I fucking hated painting. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening was that um, me being the rebellious artist that I am, I got, we had to like draw like a cartoon character or something like that, and I basically like drew Link from like Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. but like I painted the canvas, but like I painted like the whole desk like as well. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, fuck oh, this yeah. shit. So then my my teacher's like, bro, what are you doing? I was like, bro, I don't like to paint. Like this is not yeah. what I do. Like I don't like I want to enjoy coming into this class. So an APR teacher comes into the class and then like he starts talking. He's like, oh, why'd you do this? I was like, I don't like this. Like I want to be able to do what I want to do. Yeah. So then he's like, oh, let me see your portfolio. So I saw him like all my sketchbooks and stuff. And what ended up happening was that he's like, you have. You're like way too advanced for you to be in this class. Yeah. So what ended up happening was that um, you're not supposed to take APR until your fourth year, which is your last year. Mm-hmm. So I skipped my third year of art and I went straight into APR my junior and my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. So I was in APR basically twice. Uh, it was just like so on my schedule it was listed as art three but mm-hmm. it was i was actually taking ap art like mm-hmm. lessons so it'd be like art history um art illustration like digital art like things like that and like you can actually do whatever you want so yeah. bro when he picked me up i was like oh thank god yeah so it was legendary mr dollars shout I out i feel like <laughs> bro, i feel like everyone goes through like a thing in high school where you think you could be a, like you could draw for me did i mean i feel like everyone was trying to draw dragon ball z characters at yeah, that time that was that, for me too. you, you, you fucking <laughs> with that too like, i used to draw pokemon shit Damn, bro. I mean, <laughs> shit. Dragon Ball Z was like, uh, like big in animation. I yeah, feel like, yeah. is it is this so cool to young kids? Like, yeah. I don't even know. Like, I, that's I, something I, that stood the test of time. I feel like it didn't. That, that's something that's gonna stay forever, bro. It's like a classic. You can't. Yeah, like, that's it's timeless. Like, right? I'm gonna give that to my kids for sure. 100%. Yeah. that's fire, bro. So, so what happens when when you when you graduate high school? Are, are you think trying to t- make art into like your career? Are you thinking about it, or is it still like a no, hobby? Or? At all. So what ended up happening was like I I would be out of class and people were like, oh, let me see your sketchbook and like whatever, let them see it. But like I I thought it was good, but like I never hit a point mentally where I was like, yo, I'm the best. This and this and yeah. that. It was just like something I did every day. Yeah. So it was just like I tell this people I tell this to people all the time. They're like, yo, bro, you're so talented. This this and that. And I'm just like, so like. When it's something that you grew up with, it's not foreign to you. You get me? Mm-hmm. Compared to like you, for example, where it's mm-hmm. like you never drew like right. to the extent that I did. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like I've been painting and drawing for like 20 years. So it's it's common to me. So like right. when people say, yo, that's crazy. I'm just like, that this is norm for me. You get yeah. me? Like I feel like everybody can draw. Yeah. So then um, it's just like a weird thing. So like. Every time people would be like, would see me at lunch, or like we'd be hanging out at lunch, and like I'd have my, my black book like on the table. They'd be like, yo, you should do something with your art, bro. That's crazy. This and this and that. But like, the thing is, what people don't understand is like, when you're in art school, you're groomed to like basically have it engraved in your head that if you're not like a fucking Stephen Wilshire, um, John Rudd, or like a crazy artist, bro, you're not gonna really get anywhere. Right. But like, fortunately for me, like, through my like the way i got into it was very unorthodox not a lot of artists make it especially now in this day and age 
But like, luckily with like social media, like the whole artist thing, like mm-hmm. being in the involved in the whole reggaeton world, it got me into the point where I'm at now. Mm. So I wasn't expecting it, bro. Like this just happened. Like it, I blew up three months in to me painting professionally. Like it was yeah, crazy. Like I mean, what is it? It was well, yeah. It was one day to the next. It was like yeah. one week he's painting, and then somebody's like, "Yo, you should um, you should start selling them." Yeah. So I was uh, dating somebody. Well, I was trying to fix things with somebody at the time, and then uh, it was February seventeenth. I remember when I first posted it. No, fourteen. Sorry, and it was like a Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day gift to her and then um I posted up on Instagram and then somebody was like yo you should start making these just sell these so then I was like yo fuck it go on Instagram and I was like yo selling artists and that whatever so I like three people like oh how much you selling I'm like oh, fuck it like 200 bucks 250 bucks and yeah. they're like yeah fuck it I'm down so then uh Angel Rodriguez was the first person that like bought my first piece and it was something crazy it was just like he wanted like a skyline him with the jet skis and stuff like that like he has a jet ski company and then um that posted up everybody like i had people from 11 being like yo like this is dope like did you freehand this i was like yeah so then um from there it was just kind of like a domino effect mind you so prior to this like if you want to know like the full story um I had left nightlife because, like, the relationship I was in, I was like, bro, like, I don't want to, like... Because I knew, I knew you for a minute, bro. Yeah, when you yeah. were always into the nightlife, I didn't even know you were an artist, like... Yeah, nobody did. Nobody did. So then, um, what ended up happening was that uh, I left nightlife because, like, uh, just for the sake of my relationship, this is somebody that I really wanted to be with. So then... Um, I, like, literally left, like, without a plan, dog. Like, I had nothing to do. So I was at my barber one day. And my, my, my barber camera, I was like, bro, like, I got a job for you if you want. It's like, it's at the, this mechanic shop, this and this and that. I was like, all right, cool. So when I was in high school, um, I dropped out probably like the last two months in because I needed like one credit. Mm-hmm. But like, I was already running like a, a, a body shop. Like I was wrapping cars, plastic different cars, like doing body work stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was doing really well with that. So then um, I would basically went back to my roots. So one day I was just like, yo, look, we got to rebrand this whole thing. So where he had like his backdrop for like the wheels he would sell, basically I got like turf, I got like a, I took the banner down and then he I painted something. So then he was like, "Yo, this is fucking dope! Like, why why don't you paint?" I was just like, nah, I "Never really thought about it." He's like, "Yo, since when you been painting?" I'm like, "Bro, forever." So then from that day forward, that's when I decided, I was like, "Yo, fuck it! Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing stuff." And then Valentine's Day came around, and then the whole Fire. yeah. So then, mind you. One week after I work at this place, he tells me, yo, I'm going to go on a trip to Colorado. Within that week, that's when I already posted up, yo, I'm selling art. So for the week that he was off, I already had like side money. You mm-hmm. get me? So from the art. So I was making like probably like a, a, a stack that week. Mm-hmm. So he tells me, yo, I caught COVID. I can't come back. You can't come back to work for another week. I was like, cool. So as soon as those three pieces uh, left, I had already had another like four like uh, lined up. Mm-hmm. So one of my best friends... Um, Joaquin, he bought a piece. It was my first thousand dollar piece that I sold, and um, somebody that follows him saw the uh, what do you call it the the post, mm-hmm. and that person, his name is Visionary. Like he's big in the land world with clothes, and like he's shout heavily, out Visionary, boy. Yeah, shout out Visionary. Shout out the, that's the one that put me on game. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, what ended up happening was that he entered. He's the one that saw that post, and then like earlier on, I, I made like this painting of Bad Bunny, like a cartoon version, like with with Casper, mm-hmm. and then he um, tagged a uh, Pino, which is Bad's best friend. Right. So uh, he's he DM me after. He's like, "Yo, uh, would you want to get this to Bad?" I was like, 
you know, you like obviously mad skeptical to go at first when yeah. somebody tries to say something yeah, like that to yeah, you out of nowhere. Yeah. So then um what ended up happening was uh yeah, I was like, Yeah, bro, fuck it, whatever. And then that conversation you had me like, yo, how fast can you make a painting for Nyango Flow? I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm like, bro, I could, I mean, I could, I could that, dish that bitch out like real quick. I was gonna say, what's the average time it takes you? It, it take, it depends. Like now, it takes me a while. Like, um, I like really dedicate my time to it. Back then, I'll just be a man, like super quick. Yeah. Usually back then it would take me two, three days. Now it takes me probably like four, five a week because gotcha. I like to take my time now. Like yeah. I, I like to have patience with it. Yeah. Especially with the money that people are dishing out now. Like yeah. my paintings were imagine like my paintings were like two fifty starting. Now we're talking about like they start at two thousand dollars. Yeah. And 25, that's twenty five. Like okay, it's the it's manager I see. It's twenty five. And let's be clear, you started painting this two fifty. When was this? A year ago? This not even in March. Bro. This is in March. March of this year. Yeah. So you were selling paintings for two fifty, two hundred fifty dollars in March. Fast forward, fucking five six months. It's and, uh, August, and you're at two thousand. Yeah, and that two thousand. That's like if. You tell me, hey, usually people want to do something what they want. And mm. they tell me, yo, look, you got full creative control and you can do whatever you want. That's when I charge two grand. Because yeah, like, yeah, now well, I'm enjoying I'll, I'll it. I'll tell you right yeah. now exactly what, what, what's the price I'm right now. I, know, I, got I you. already know. It's two grand for uh, whatever I want, 2500 for something I already made, mm -hmm. 30000 for a uh, commission. 3000 3000 mm -hmm. 3000 for a commission. And then like I have these glass pieces that I do and I, I charge $1,000 on top. So like gotcha. it, all, it all depends. Gotcha. So like I have like woodwork, like I also do woodwork. Like I did this Murakami Casper police uh uh murakami casper piece collab that i did mm -hmm. i'm charging like five grand for that because it's like i have leds on the back like i made mm -hmm. that from scratch i got the piece of wood i sawed it sanded it like so let's go back to the story you were you, you were doing that painting for um Dingo flow yeah yeah so then i i did it bro and it came out fucking crazy like I, i'm i was just like i was just down to myself i was like damn this is dope so whatever so i facetime visionary and he's like he's like his reaction was just like enough like that kind of like became like a high for me like, i was just mm -hmm. like damn this is crazy all right so next day he's like yo uh we're gonna go over Nyango's crib whatever whatever falls through so i'm like all right whatever next day comes it's happening mm -hmm. so then he's like yo come to the studio this and this now because he has a studio he has a record label mm -hmm. so then um pull up with the painting he sees it in person and like he's just like in awe he's like bro this is wild this and this mm -hmm. and that whatever and then um we finally uh start getting in the car uh taking the Nyango's crib and i'm like yo like this is weird like this is like not happening right now yeah so then um we pull up uh Nyango lives like probably not too far from here and um he goes he goes, he's like, yo, you ready? I was like, bro, I don't even know what to expect. Nyango just got off tour. Like, he just came back with his family from Orlando. He just finished the show. Like, they just got back there probably like 20 minutes before we arrived. And this is you, like, presenting presenting a painting to, yeah, like, an artist? Like, yeah. how like how does this even go? Like, I need to even do yeah, this. So, like, it's like, here you go. Like, I made this for you. Like, like <laughs> Yeah, so that what ended up happening was, like, we walked in, and I was like, yo, what do I do? Like, I was, like, super confused as to what the situation was going to be. Yeah. So then, um... I walk in, like, Nyango was expecting me already because, like, he was obviously sending pictures to him. Mm -hmm. So then um, he says, what's up to me? Super cool-ass guy. And then, um, like, his whole family's there, bro. Like, a mm -hmm. whole bunch of Puerto Ricans. Like, yeah. I'm a white-ass dude inside the crib. Yeah. They say I speak Spanish. So I'm like, all right, they're cool. We're, yeah. we're fuck with this guy. So um, we have, like, if you go on my Instagram, you can, like, look at the uh, the video. Like, he starts rapping it. And, like, the first thing he says is, like, puta, go, yeah. no, la, la. <laughs> So 
he actually has a piece from like another artist that um where where my piece is now. He's like, oh, that's a mierda. Blah, blah, blah. He takes that shit off. He puts that shit. Bro, to this day, that thing's so there. Like, he takes a lot of pictures with that side of his crib as his backdrop, which is nuts. Wow. So it's like my painting. There's like a motorcycle in the back. There's like a whole bunch of like action figures and stuff. Like he uses as a backdrop. Like Kasu and Ovi like just recently mm-hmm. posted up a picture of like with that my painting in wow. the back. Billionaire billionaire barber's another guy that was at his crib. Like bro, it was nuts. So then um whatever, yeah, that that was wild. Then like he was just like, bro, we gotta work a lot together, this and this and that. And like what's crazy is that um he he actually started talking to me about me to like other artists. I was gonna say because like when Nicky Jam came next, yeah, Nicky Jam came next. So, but like what what's crazy about Nicky was um, oh, this episode is brought to you by Smiles Official. Make sure you check out his brand new single featuring Tory Lanez, "Bands in the Trap." The link is in the description. Make sure you go stream that Apple Music, Spotify, and Shazam it. Follow him on Instagram at Smiles Official. There it is. It was not through. Uh, it was just like a random thing. So like. I knew somebody that worked with um, because that camp. Sorry to cut you off, but there it's you like go. it seems like you're an artist. You could just paint some shit for an artist and be like, I'd like to give it to you. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? As a gift. And now that kind of like plugs you in with them. It's yeah, like a, yeah. a means to like network and introduce yourself mm-hmm. to like, it's like a shortcut to get yeah, to. Yeah, that, that's how I was with Yingo. It was literally the yeah. first thing I did. So then um, with Nikki, I had, a, I had a Kobe Bryant piece. It was like meant to be. Honestly, it was weird. Yeah. So um, I had a friend of mine, George, um, that I met him prior to like around that time. And he's like, yo, I want to do a gallery in Miami, this and this and that. Um, I have a place in the Paramount that I want to turn into like a private clientele showroom, this and this and that. Um, so I had the Kobe Bryant piece in in that area. So then um, I was just like, bro, I need to I need to think of something. I need to think of something. I'm going to this Nicky Jam party. So the way that I got into that Nicky Jam party was um, I had this guy that he works in like around the music industry. He works like managers Osuna, Nicky, and all these people. And he's like, yo, do you think you can get us, uh, do you think you can get Grey Goose to sponsor the party? And I was just like, yeah, I have people that work at Grey Goose. Mm-hmm. So I made a phone call, whatever. They were able to go ahead and like, give us like 32 bottles of Grey Goose, which is a, it's a fucking lot. Yeah. So um, whatever, we pulled up. And then I had, uh, I had the painting. And then I brought the Kobe Bryant piece. I was like, you know what, bro, fuck it. Like, I'm going to just give it to him. Mm-hmm. So then that, that party, bro, opened up like... 20 doors. <laughs> yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it was a means of just like bro, working, bro. bro we got I literally walked in there. I was with Eli. I was like, bro, we're not leaving here without five numbers. And we, yeah. we, we walked out of there with like, pff, we, we walked out of there with Floyd Mayweather. We walked out of there with Mark Anthony. We walked out of there with, nah. um, Enrique uh, Santos, Enri- Messia. Enri- yeah, Messia, Enrique Sa- Yeah, bro, it was, it was nuts. Like, wow. we, we walked out of there. So you just went deal. to this Nicky Jam party and we're like, Introduce yourself. My name is Casper. Here's a yeah, painting yeah. I made for you. Yeah. So, like, he, he already knew who I was because I was the one that was probably writing the Grey Goose, but he didn't mm-hmm. know I was an artist. Mm-hmm. So then, like, he wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit was wrapped. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he wrapped it, that's when he was like, yo, man, I love Kobe, this and this. And I was like, bro, happy birthday, this and this and that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, let's do something for your crib because at the time, he just bought a new house. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, man, just get in touch with my manager whenever you want, blah, blah, blah whatever. I never got to it, but, like, that's always there for me no matter yeah. what. But, um, yeah, man, that party was like mm. insane. It was that's crazy. That, that, was, that party was crazy. So, so yeah. So now you know, from my end, I'm like, damn. I saw you, see you do a painting for Nicky Jam. I'm like, oh shit, you, yeah. you're making the moves now. And then, what comes after that? Is Maluma comes after that now? Yeah. 
Was yo, it, you have like a six month story. <laughs> shit is yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, just month after month. I'll like, tell you right now exactly what was. The crazy one, bro, I think was the. I think the biggest one that was crazy was Floyd, bro. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, the one that's coming. Oh, the one that's coming now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're working on his piece right now, but. It's just so big. It's huge. Yeah. But. He yeah, my he's gonna drop some bread for that. Nah, you yeah, better no, buy no, a no, car from that shit. Dude, I was watching the interview. He said he won't do nothing for free. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to pay for it. Hell yeah. He's just going to throw money because he did, he worked for what he's... Yeah, he's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He has the money. Yeah. No, so I, I, I'm i talking to this nigga over there. I'm like, dog, I'm about to go to Floyd and just talk to him. <laughs> yeah. At the, party? At the At party? At the party. Yeah. But mind you, he was a little bit lit. I was yeah. a little wavy. You know yeah, yeah. So I was like, let's get a little bit of drink so I get a little soft up. So yeah. I can talk to this guy. Hey, yo, Floyd. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, dog, I go and I'm like, you know what, dog? I'm just going to fucking... Like, I'm not going to walk out of here. And they say, like, damn, I should have done this. Yeah. I should have spoken to this That's nigga. a fact. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, I took the opportunity to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. So I go, I tap him. I'm like, yo, let me talk to you. I manage this artist right now. This paintings. And I want to see if we can do something for you. Nice. Dog, while I'm talking to this guy, <laughs> dog, a seven foot, bro, I don't even, I, I can't even bro, tell you how big this is. Like, got boxed out? No, no, no. Like, three times my size, bro. And this guy's just guy like, huge. yo, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, yo, yo, hold up. <laughs> so I talked to Floyd. I was like, started talking to Floyd. I was like, yo, he's like, yo, what you mean? Hold on. I'm like, yo, just let me talk to him for a second. Yeah. You feel me? And then Floyd was like, yo, let him through. So I spoke to him. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm down. Speak to, I talked to my manager. So I walked out with his manager's number. And then to this day, we still talk. Yeah. Fine, though. Good shit. So you're working on the Floyd piece. What, uh, you, you did the Maluma piece? Yeah, Maluma was through a friend of mine, um, Anthony Guzman. So he, uh, he trains like dogs. Jeez. Shout out Ant, yeah, boy. Those dogs are like 50 grand each. Like, it's crazy. But like, bro, like, you tell them to do anything, like they'll do it. Like It's nuts. Yeah. So um, Maluma purchased a dog from him at the time. His name was Buddha. That happened, and he was like, yo, I want to give Maluma a gift. Like, Do you think you can uh, do a painting for him? I was like, I was like yeah. Uh, so I was like, yo, just pay me whatever, whatever. So that happened. So then, bro, I'll, I'll never, this was probably like the most, like the setting that it was, was just made you, would made you, make you feel anybody starstruck. Yeah. So like, I, I don't really get like that with artists. The only other person that I got like that with was like Arcangel. Yeah. Because like, that's somebody that like, I yeah. grew up listening to since I was like, Hell you yeah. know, legit. OG. And like, I watch his interviews and stuff and I like, brought that guy super touch. He's one of the real ones. Yeah. So whatever. So, um, so I had to like be at my boy's crib at like four in the morning. We had to like drive up there. Like, mind you, I was on like two hours of sleep. We had to get out. So I got to his crib at four. We had to leave at six thirty. So I'm on two and hours, two and a half hours of sleep. I spent up like the entire day like excited because like that's the type of person mm -hmm. I am. I'm just like, Anxious. damn, I'm hyped. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, finally we're on the way. This and this and that. We had to go all the way to Fort Lauderdale Airport. And we had to go to like drive on the strip because like mm -hmm. we're going to Maluma's like PJ. Mm -hmm. So um, whatever, we pull up and it's like Maluma's like private jet. Like yeah. it's his private jet, not no charter. It's like his logo on it. Like yeah. it's fucking nuts. Like I've never seen one of those before. Jeez. So like uh, we have Buddha, the dog. It's a Doberman, beautiful Doberman. And like whatever, we're like going on the PJ, saying hi to everybody, this and this. Now everybody's introducing themselves to me. The Anthony spoke very highly about me, whatever. And then finally, like after like 30 minutes of waiting, Maluma pulls up in like the G-Wagon with like another Suburban. And I was just like, yo, this dude's the real thing. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
pulls up and like obviously he's like offset about me like me being there because like, he doesn't know who i am yeah so then he anthony introduces me like he got super cool after that and then um anthony was like yo look i wanted to give you something for buddha this and that thank you for like your friendship this and this that whatever so we start wrapping the painting bro and like he was just like in love with it because it was like he loves art he's a dog guy too he's so. a dog guy too and he loves art so like it was dope and like we were just talking he's like bro like thank you so much for this blah 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 and then like they're going to a Columbia so like um, they literally put the, the painting in his G-Wagon and they took it back to his crib like mm -hmm. bro it was nuts and like just like being in that environment like I had to drive back to like to drop off that car at his crib bro it was nuts that's it fire was, bro. it was nuts that's and dope. then from that that was the day that I blew up like after I posted that post I just had like Every Maluma page, every Maluma fan page, just like start posting me, bro. Did like, he post? Did, did he post? Like, did uh, did no, anyone? no, he didn't. But the thing is, one of his fan pages has like two million followers, mm -hmm. and it's insane. And it's like you look at the post; it's like it's not that it's like two million followers, it's like oh five likes, bro. It's two million followers, like four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand likes. Like, it was fucking nuts. Like, it was a legit page. And like there was other pages that had like two hundred thousand followers, five hundred thousand followers, uh, fifty thousand followers, hundred thousand followers. But bro. You know when you look at the the top of the Instagram story and it's like little dots, yeah. you couldn't even see it. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. much reposts I had. It was nuts. Sheesh. So my insights were just going crazy. That post alone, bro, I had like 1.2 million impressions. Like, yeah, and like the first few hours, it was nuts. That's crazy. So that, let's be clear, like you could post something, and even if the artist doesn't post it or repost it, it depends it could, how big the artist is. Right. Luma was the only one that, besides such. And I can't hit yeah. that had the, like those crazy. That's what, I, yeah, that's what happened to me when I did the Kendrick freestyle, when I did the ASAP freestyle at, at Power on the radio. My shit blew the Ross interview, like they blew up and they didn't even really repost it, but it was just like the fan pages that yeah. like attack you. Yeah, dog. exactly. Like, yeah, he was at like 8K, bro. We were at a Club 11. Oh, that 4K. <laughs> yeah, 4K or some shit. We were at Club 11. This nigga's like, yo, he keeps showing me the phone, bro. And my phone's like, like five, five thousand, yeah, six thousand, yeah, seven thousand. I was just like, like yo, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is happening right yeah, now, bro? That's crazy. Yeah. Bro, it was like overnight fame. It was crazy. So. So, um, <clears throat> fast forward a little bit, and I said, not even a little, like a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Yeah, right? Everything is like a couple weeks. Three days later, you can sign. So, um, I see you do a post, and I've always kind of known of the art plug. Yeah. But can you give me a little, you said you, you signed to him. Yeah. So, can you give, like, for the average person who doesn't know, because it feels like maybe, is that like a record label of music, or how does that, like, how? Yeah. So, the art world and the music world are actually very, very similar when it comes to having agency. So, me as an artist, when I was working with all the regatoneros and all like that, you have to understand, like, you personally, yeah, you can go independent. It's just the same thing as for any other yeah, music yeah, artist yeah. going independent. You're gonna, you could get big independent, it's just going to take a long time. Yeah. So I already had the conversation with myself. I was in my apartment, and I was just like, bro, like, I know there's going to be a certain time where these, another thing too, like, as soon as, like, my Luma page came up, everybody wanted my art. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody was like, yo, I want something. I yeah. want something. I, want, I was like, oh, now you want my shit. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> crazy how that happens, yeah, right? No, like, that's crazy. Like, now that's cool. Yeah. As soon as I have, like, fucking Dave Grumman on here, now this, the podcast is going to be, you yeah. know what I mean? Now everyone's going to be on fuck out of here. Like, yeah, yeah, now that it's cool, it's, bro, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Society's but, like that, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Sheep, sheep. People are sheep, bro. They want to feed on you. They don't know what's cool. They need people to tell them what's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't decide for themselves. But it's crazy. I remember having, I'm not going to say who it is, but like, bro, back then, like, somebody was like, oh, man, I can't wait to buy your art, this and this and that, um, whatever. I was like, yeah, bro, I got you. Hits me up, like, recently. And then um, they were expecting me to give them the price that I gave them, 
when I first started. Mm. I was like, yo, homie, price went up, dog. Like, yeah, I'm like, this is, yeah, this is <laughs> talk to my manager. That's what, yeah, that's what I do. Now. When people want me to DJ, bro, it's like, bro, talk to my manager. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't be doing these quinceañeras anymore, bro. Yeah, for no, fun. Like, that ass, nah, but no. you learn who to deal with. You learn who, who not to pay attention yeah. to. So. Yeah, no, like, bro, you don't understand, like, we're, we'll get into that conversation like how my life changed. Back to the back to the, the art plug talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, the art plug. Um, so the music industry and the art industry are very similar when it comes to like labels and agencies because like I said, you can get very far if you go with a label, obviously, because they already have that resources network and, shit, and yeah. resources. So if I go if I went independent, bro, I was going into an art world that I had absolutely no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Like there's shit that I learned through him that I was like, wow. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't even know you could write off your car as a, as a tax write off if you if you start paying if you if I paint my car I wrap it and I put like my name on it I can literally write that off as a as a as a tax write off. Yeah. So I, I I didn't even know by the end of the year if I purchase art I can write that off as a tax write off. Wow. Like shit like that like I, I would even never have known. So then um, what ended up happening was he uh, offered me. The deal. Wait, no. Wait, let me go back. This is where it gets crazy. So, like, who's the who's the art plug, by the way? Like a quick little buy. Like he's he's just an, he's a, a popping artist in the game too, as well. Kind of like. So he was. Well, he is an artist. Yeah. He's um, an artist. So his full name is Marcel Katz. Um, he was the first person to bring uh, the you know who Salvador Dali is, the guy with the mm -hmm. the mustache. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he was the first person to bring his bronze statues over to um, Miami. Like, mm -hmm. ever. Like, first person to do that ever. I think in the United States, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's in the United States. History, ever. Mm -hmm. He has, um, he has uh, George and the Dragon, uh, which is a sister piece. The other statue that owns, the other person that owns that statue is the Pope. And Marcel has the other one. So, it's Jesus. like, yeah, it's fucking nice. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and it's in the Vatican. So, like, yeah. bro, it's a very, like, pristine piece. So, like, um, one day, uh, I was at Central. Uh, for anybody else that wasn't know, like I used to work at Central as a promoter, then became manager, whatever. So Restay, we have that mutual mm -hmm. friend in common. Um, he was like, "Yo, like somebody you gotta get in touch with is the art plug." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Man, how am I gonna get on this guy's radar? This and this and that." So and he was doing a, he does galleries for Art Basel yeah, and shit, right? Like, he's yeah. like he's the biggest ex, um, exhibit for Art Week. He does okay. all the biggest events. He does the crazy shit. Like mm -hmm. he's the type of person. Even if he goes negative in the event, he doesn't care but just because he loves art. Right. Like, that's that's what I love about him. Uh, but whatever. So, like, when that Maluma piece got posted, one day I was at some warehouse party. And then I look at my comments and he comments on it. He's like, yo, keep going, bro. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm on this guy's radar now. <laughs> Damn, bro. So, yeah. That's like if you're a DJ and Alex Sensation comments on your shit. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm fucking moving right now. <laughs> yeah. So, then eventually, um, he, he was doing the show at The Confident on Miami Beach. And I was like, you know what, bro? Let me just show love. Like, you know what? Like, I'm the type of person. Like, I'll repost something. I can't really do that now because, like, terms of like my my shit. Because you mm -hmm. know, I, there's certain things I can and can't do now. Now mm -hmm. since I'm like a public figure, or whatever. Right. So, um, I just post like, yo, come out to the confidant, like this and this and that. Like, you got Salvador Dali. It's a free show. Like, if you want to see history, like this is crazy, whatever. And like, he DM me. And he was just like, bro, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate you loving our art, blah, 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 our exhibit. He's like, I want to help you out with your art. Like, visit me after the show. I was like, <laughs> So, like, bro, after that, I was like, yo, I'm going to go to this show. I'll take, like, five minutes. I'm going to dip. Yeah. Uh, so, I went with my friend of mine, and I met his um, one of his business managers there. 
And then uh, she's like, oh, you know, you know, Marceau. And then I was like, I was like, yeah, kind of and like the way I dress is a little bit like weird. So then she's like, mm-hmm. you look like you would know Marceau. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. my hair was pink at the time, too. So like mm-hmm. whatever. So after I went over his place and we started talking. So is pink the color of choice when you're in business mode? It's actually blue. Okay. Yeah. Talk about it. I like right. I like being like when you're an artist, bro, like something I've learned is like you want to be a center of intention. So like people right. always ask, like, even now, before we go into the other conversation, it's like I always make sure that whatever I'm wearing, it's always I always have people questioning, okay, what does that guy do? Gotcha. Like I always make that my goal because bro, like I've gone out to live in eleven like a million times, never fails. Oh, what do you do? You look like an artist. I'm, I get that every mm. single time when I go out. Mm. And like, though the hair, this is not like, bro, it's just like, I have my formula already. Like, yeah. That's how I get my clients. Like, right. I go out, people ask what I do. Oh, I'm an artist. And usually where Being I go. Being outside is important, bro. Yeah. It's underrated. Now with social Networking. media, people think you don't got to be outside and you nah. can just yeah, launch yeah, DMs all fucking day, bro. Yeah, like, you can't do that, It's bro. for lazy people, dog. Yeah. Like not, having friend, having your people around you that are outside, like. Yeah, it's important, though. And like but, me, me being in nightlife for so long, it's actually a huge benefit too. Because like, my relationship with Eleven started off with me going there every day after work, mm-hmm. like at four in the morning, and then one from one year to the next to the next. It was just like I went from knowing the door guy to knowing all the GMs, mm-hmm. and then now I know like the partners. Yeah, like they, they hired, they like commission me to do work right. for them now it's like you know like i'm already at that point now i can walk in anywhere i want mm. could go to live whenever i want could go to yeah. story whenever i want and like obviously who goes there people that have bread exactly so now i go out whatever like if i have to get a table or if i get comp the table you know i'm always chilling and then people always usually drinking yeah. like they see me and they're like oh what do you do and then that's where i fucking right just ram him with the yeah, price you know yeah bro so how is it you know you get signed to the art plug what changes for you now is it like how does it is, is it like you know like everything you do you, you he helps you out and you it's like a partnership you break yeah. him off some bread like yeah, in percentage so it's a partnership so like my deal um not to get into too specifics like i don't have like my arms crossed like at all yeah. like i don't have like you don't have to like approve, approve yeah. everything you do yeah. Yeah. Nice for liberty, i just have to like keep him in the loop of like gotcha. what i'm doing obviously so like um, I have a deal with Camel Cigarettes that I have in December. I have another deal with Grey Goose that I'm doing in December. Uh, Patron as well. Art Basel Hong Kong. Yeah. Our, I'm going to Art Basel Hong Kong. In, Art Basel Hong Kong? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> they, son. They hit me up, they hit me up uh, when, after I did uh, sets. When is that? That's March, I believe. And you got, you got something planned for Art Basel here? Yeah, in December. 100%. You're going to do your own gallery or what is that? Yeah, uh, my own gallery. I'm going to do everything. Like, I'm going to have, obviously, the artists that I can invite to come, mm-hmm. they're going to come and, like, show love, like, this and that. So, like, my mission, like, with my art personally is for me to be able to, like, fuse the Latin music industry with the art industry because, like, it's never been done. Yeah. So, like, another artist tried doing it with another Latin artist, mm-hmm. but it, it went, like, to hell because yeah. the, the website crashed. They were releasing NFT and like it just like didn't work and like i don't know how the relationship ended but like after that i don't you don't see them at all together right. anymore so i can imagine that it didn't end in good terms yeah. because you know if you hype something up to an extent and it, the, the result is not what you promised yeah you know i'll get into that detail off camera yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i know the full story but yeah. um yeah so like i have thankfully for me like unlike that artist like i speak fluent spanish i mm-hmm. actually have this really good connections with all these other artists what's your, like, what's your background nicaragua okay so um 
Rafa Babon, which is like my boy. Like I can yeah. FaceTime him right now. Yeah. Bro. Like Raul Alejandro is also a good a good like friend of ours. Like we've hung out like within the same circle. And, like mm-hmm. he knows who I am. Like I'm never gonna be that guy, but yo, what's your number? You yeah. feel me? Like we hung out at Santo for Rafa's birthday, bro. That party was crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> Five, but um, yeah. So like, basically, what I want to do is um, fuse that uh, world, those these two worlds together because it hasn't been done before. Yeah. Um, Rhymes like dimes is a is an artist that did it with uh, hip hop, but like he never really like did a big impact yeah. because he's independent. I feel so, like it kind of like like. Cause back in the nineties, like graffiti was fucking lit, you know what I'm yeah, saying? And then yeah. it kind of took a fell off a little bit, mm-hmm. and now like you know, like like did, you went to like Basquiat or any of those type of yeah. artists and shit. Like, yeah. it's weird. Like, how do you really judge art? Because I feel like a motherfucker could put like a dot and a stroke and like bro, put it up and be like, the, wow, that's the beautiful thing about art, bro. There's no, there's no like price. Anyone can interpret <laughs> anything how they yeah, feel. How they feel they they put whatever one person yeah. could think, yo, that's worth ten thousand, and one person can think that's worth fifty cents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't matter. That's the beautiful thing about art. And not yeah. only that, bro, but you could write it off as a tax. So now, what do you think those celebrities are gonna do? When yeah. they gotta write huge taxes, yeah. they're gonna buy art. Jay, I think, bro, I think Jay Z has like fucking millions and millions of dollars worth of art and it's shit. Because like, it, 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 it yeah, off. it's an asset. It doesn't depreciate. Yeah, it doesn't depreciate. It just goes up. Literally, it just yeah. goes up. Never goes. But down who decides about. how it goes up though? No you know what I'm saying like it's there's no there's it's no regulation. It's, on it's, art. it's just based on the art collector and who owns yeah. it. Yeah. And then, like, the artist said, so, um, Basquiat, for example. Like, um, can you give me one of your old sketches, dog, and just rip it out of your pen? I'll be like, yo, I got this Casper uh, piece from third grade, yeah, pop, like, like, 20K, I, 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 like, you bro, want this? I have all of my shit just, like, in my black book there because I know later down the line, bro, that those things are going to go Release it like as a crazy. whole book, bro, like a whole. Dolly, Dolly has um, originals that they're prints now, bro, and the prints go for, like, $5,000 each. And wow. they're printed like wow. not even original, original. Yo, do they have digital coloring books? Yeah. They okay, do. I'm tripping. When the iPad came out, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like you give someone a bunch of just Middle white and black. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, Dali has like like sketches that he did back in the day, and like the originals are worth like twenty, fifteen. Like the prints alone, are, like worth five. Yeah. But it all depends on like the way it works. Is it depends on the collector and like the artist. So like Basquiat, for example, he has a price list for what his things are worth, mm-hmm. and then the art collector after resale depends like determines whether or not what it's what's worth. You know. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of like factors. My my um my personal experience, I can't really give it to you, but like Marcel has like the whole thing. Like I was with them the other day at the agency, and like they bought this four foot cause dissected piece for like a hundred grand. What? And they sold it for like one hundred forty. That's crazy, bro. So it's like you, it all just depends who's willing to pay for it. Yeah. You get me? So it's like, all right, you're gonna uh, pay 140 grand for it. All right, perfect. That's 140 grand off my taxes. That's crazy. Bro, that's literally all it is, bro. I know, <laughs> like, and, and my other boy, because I feel like when you do another uh, uh, potential road you could decide to do if you're good at artists and drawing and shit, like my boy, tattooing. Did you ever think about like, yo, I'm nice, like? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I thought about it for a little bit of point in time in college when I got after I got my GED just to like make some side bread, but it's just such a it's a completely different craft, bro. Like, oh, okay. it, I, I I fucked around with it once when I was getting my this tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to like practice on pigskin first, obviously, so you don't fucking fuck somebody's shit. Really? I didn't even know that. Though. Yeah, so you practice on pigskin at first, so you like actually have the feel for like 
skin, like, because obviously when you're pressing How the down fuck the needle, you get pig skin, dog, like on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, they, huh? yeah, oh. they sell it. So like, um, you practice on that, and once like the tattoo master of the shop tells you you're good to go, then you're good. Mm. So um, I think you have to put like X amount of hours, and then you have to get approved after that. But, whatever. but it's not like if you're nice drawing, it won't necessarily translate, nah. Wow. Not the same because the thing is, it's like it's a it's not it's not a pencil. You get me? Yeah. It's a needle, and like, bro, you're working with a canvas that screams and cries and fucking yeah, moves. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's not the same thing. So like, I thought about, it, I was like, nah, bro, I can't really deal with that pressure of me being like the yeah. person to fucking like yeah, fuck, fuck so somebody shit, shit up. up. Yeah. Yeah, nah, fuck that. I'd rather just deal with the canvas and like, if I can erase it, I can erase it. Gotcha. So yeah, and it was it was never a, an option for me, but um. Yeah, bro, like, uh, art collecting is a, a, a big world. So, like, what I was going to say right now was, um, think about it. It's like, once you become very wealthy, what is the first thing you do when you get a bag? You get the nice car, you get the house. Yeah, the watch, the, 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 the art, whatever. Yeah, you become so, an enthusiast in something. Like Yeah, so then what's the final thing you get once you have all of that? Art. Yeah. You want you want to have art in your house because, you know what, that's what your rich friends are talking about. Oh, man, I just got this boss cat piece. Oh, I yeah. just got this it's cause. It's like rich uh, people's Pokemon cards. Yeah, exactly. Shit, like, literally exactly what it is. People yeah. collect Pokemon cards. People collect baseball cards. People collect basketball yeah. cards. A lot of people collect art. But it's just such a, a niche like industry yeah. that people don't really know about it because it's really only for the wealthy. Do you feel like... Like with the whole digital vibe now and NFTs and shit like that, do you oh, think? Pfft. Do you think people are gonna like? You think tangible art is still gonna always be tangible yeah, art, 100%, 100%. and that the, the digital art is gonna be a separate? Let thing? me tell you the yeah. story. Um, so I forgot what artist it was, but what happened was this piece of art, which is probably like a three foot by two foot, wasn't wasn't too big. Um, what this collector did was they bought the NFT version of the physical version, mm -hmm. and what he did was burned. The original, and I guess, I guess, I guess it kept it as an NFT. I kept it, but what? Guess what happened to NFT? It went up in value because the original is gone forever. He burned it, right. so the, he has the NFT version of it. So now, bro, the NFT version went up like a million dollars after that. It was crazy. Like it's nuts. Wow. I have to, I'll send you that article after. But this, does that bro. scare you or does that like, does that, no, you know, because like uh, people start burning tangible art now, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I mean, it, it all just depends. Like me personally, somebody buys my art for like, you know, like I'm, yeah. I know for a fact, like I'm, I'm, I, when I first got, well, prior to me signing, like when I brought my Bad Bunny piece to Marcel's crib, he evaluated my art to be 25 grand to 20 grand originals by the time from a year from now. Mm. So if I'm getting, 25 to 30 grand or whatever by that time i'm not gonna give a shit to be yeah, honest yeah, like yeah. unless it's like a piece that i personally like loved you know like if i make something of like um michael jackson like i'm a huge fan of michael jackson if i made a piece of somebody birds i'm, I'm really like, all right like we're yeah, fighting yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like i'm gonna find you yeah. like <laughs> i mean do, do you see yourself getting into the digital so you, like you came in here sketching on your ipad do you do you, do you see yourself getting into the digital space yeah. more kind of selling some or like yeah, staying balanced. Yeah, I mean that's that's something that's already the reason why I have my iPad is because of Marcel. He's like, yeah. you got to start learning how to play with it, this and that. But like back then, I was like, yeah. Now I like zoom through. I'm like, it's crazy. So like, he's gonna get me into doing NFTs. And, and, and you like it? Like you're growing to like it? Like yeah. Just at how first, it, at first, because like you said, how it, you know tattooing is different. Yeah. Is it 
you know, is it different on the iPad too, or is it kind of like it's it's not the same at all, bro? It, one, it's a lot quicker because like I don't have the I don't have to deal with like human error. Yeah, just like if I mess up, undo, undo. Yeah, that's or, it. So it's you like, gotta change colors. Just and like I don't have to deal with like a materialist. So like on the iPad, I have a million types of brushes, a million types of pencils, types of brush sizes, uh, type of opacities. Like I don't have to deal with that. Like, oh my, I'm out, man, I got to go to the office depot to get this fucking pencil. Yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. I have everything at my disposal. You get me? So, unless I'm making physical art, it's a different story. But, like, with digital art, bro, it's crazy. Like, um, another artist has signed under the art plug, which I'm actually meeting in, like, two weeks. He's flying down here. Uh, his name's Cool Man Coffee Dan. Like, bro, that guy's fucking NFTs are, like... What? Like... Bro, that's <laughs> stupid. The NFT uh, game is crazy. Yeah, 100%. Yes. I think there was a guy that... His piece sold for sixty mil. Yeah, what? Ne- if you remember the neon cat meme, the the cat with the pop tart as a body with a rainbow coming out of it, and it was like, no, bro, no. let me just show you the picture so you can just be dumb, dumb. Yeah, but it's it's something that's already in the works. The NFT yeah. things. That's like the yeah. next thing we're working on right yeah. now. Yeah, that's fire, dog. You, you've seen this before, that. I think I think I've seen it. It was, a huge, was just from a video. It game, was a but. huge meme from back then. Well, somebody uh, got that and turned it into an FT. It sold for two point three million dollars. Crazy, man. <laughs> Crazy. It's the next big thing, but it's just like people don't really know about it because, like I said again, it's such a niche market, right? And it's very hard to understand. Like, bro, I'm an artist myself, and I'm having like. I'm still trying to wrap to that your mind point. around it. Like, you get me? So it's like, I can only imagine from like a Joe Schmo, like trying to be like, all right, let me try to see what yeah. this is about. You know, like you have to actually understand like the basic principles of art and like why artists work and like what their mind is. You have to study the artist, you know, like you have to go through a biography. You have to fall in love with the artist. Right. The reason why people pay such substantial amounts of money for like a Basquiat or like a cause or like whoever is because you know, they actually fuck with the artists or like they fuck with the art. Right. So somebody that wants to pay five grand for my painting today, there's probably going to be another person two, day, two, two weeks later down the line also pay 20 grand. Yeah. You know, like I have a collector, I have a guy that's like a legit correct collector and he has like seven pieces that he wants like from me throughout the year. And like, because he, he really believes I'm like the next big like artist because mm-hmm. I'm the first person to be working with all these Latin artists that's like very publicized you mm-hmm. get me because so there's another big artist his name's uh super buddha uh shout out to him i fuck with his art like heavy um he where he's worked with mayweather he's worked with like uh rafa as well mm-hmm. um he just did a really big nft drop recently like his shit's dope and like the thing is it's like there's a lot of artists that don't really like stay and like stay on top of like their social media they don't stay on top of the shit they don't stay on top of networking my problem is i don't really post a lot mm-hmm. so like back then bro like i was consistent as shit i was like boom painting boom painting boom painting but now now that my career is at a point that it's at already now it's like fuck i gotta go network i got a meeting at this time i got mm-hmm. a meeting at this time i just had a conversation last night with somebody from rock nation that wants to introduce me to the owner of facebook mm-hmm. so it's like to do something for us to stay in coral gables mm-hmm. so it's like i have all these things going on and it's just like bro like the last thing i'm focusing on is like instagram bro that is exact bro it's crazy you said that because we're literally about to pay somebody to post yeah and when, and when i think about it i'm like dog am i really about to pay someone to like just post on tiktok and shit it mm-hmm. sounds crazy but at the end of the day hey, it's you, like you my it, mind has all too many tabs open to like yeah. focus on fucking yeah it alleviates, it alleviates some yeah. time gets because that's another job in itself, right? Like to be 100%. on top of that and engaging with your audience and shit. Like, realize that time. Yeah, yeah well, and also another thing, like I, I read, I read a lot. So what I was reading in this book is like you're 
your brain can only handle so much capacity. So it's like this guy, the author of this book, was basically saying he only has two colors. Two all right, so he has two color shirts and sets of sixes, and two he has a pair of pants and a pair of jeans. So hit that in the morning. What happens is that your brain is already like like jet minded into knowing what you're gonna wear. You pick one shirt, one pair of shorts. So like it's my life with black and, that, and white. Though. Black and, and white. That's it. So what happen, What that does is like it alleviates. Like you, it, may you not, have more tabs in your your, yeah, your pay your your mind. You consciously release mental stress that you don't need to have, and it gives you operative more ability bandwidth. for exactly your bandwidth to do whatever else you know. And like you have to be very minimalistic. Unfortunately for me, mm -hmm. my image is like everything. Right. Yeah, I mean, like bro, like there's times where I wish I could go out and just wear a fucking hat, black That's shirt. Something. Paint my pants. shit turquoise today. Yeah. Shit pissing me off. I got shit to do. Like. Yeah, but it's annoying. Like, um, I just recently did a post with like this uh, corduroy sweater that I did, and like I spray painted like dollar signs all over it. Mm. And I was like, man, this is so dumb, but I know it's gonna work. First thing that happens when I go out, oh, who are you? You look like an artist. That's <laughs> like, yeah, bro, yeah. it's like shit like that. It's wow. like, all right, it's like, bro, that's another new follower. And that new follower maybe connect me to somebody else. This is mm. like, you know, like I'm. I'm not at the leisure of me being a minimalistic type of person, so I need that extra help to be like, yo, right. I need somebody to do my social media, I need somebody to do my uh, my emails, I need somebody to do like my day-to-day -day shit, bro. Like sometimes mm -hmm. I'm I'm in my fucking studio and I get so lost in my art, like I don't even know what fucking the time, time it goes, is. That's how you bro, know you're, yeah. it, it flies. You get me? Like, bro, God forbid I take Adderall. Like when I did the Rolling Loud piece, I had two days to do that shit. That was the six by four foot piece, like literally the size of this table, practically. Yeah, a little bit bigger this way, but literally the size nah, of this table. Can we finish that 30 I, minutes before we had to go? 30 minutes before we had to go. Damn, dog. Oh, we had to call me. He's like, Yo, I had to call. I was like, Yo, I need your help. <laughs> I was like, Let's yeah. fucking finish it out. Like, I got you. This ride, bro. Damn. It was horrible. I, like, I spray painted the background quick as fuck. And I thankfully for my art, like, it's a black and white portrait, and the background is like the quickest thing, which is spray paint. I'm like, Super like fluent with a spray a spray can. How would you describe your art, like your style? Uh, pop art, street pop, uh, pop street pop art. Yeah, basically like uh, Mr. Brainwash. Mr. Brainwash and I have very similar styles, but the thing is, I'm I'm more of a Romero burrito when it comes to like catching your attention. Thing is, I'm I'm very unique because my line work with the way that I shape somebody to make it look like them, it's a little bit different. Like it's never been done. Mm -hmm. So. I take inspiration from Bosquat, Mr. Brainwash, and Romero Burrito in a little bit. I make like just like blend them together and yeah. add like my own like sense. Gotcha. So um, that's why I have like a uniqueness. Like I remember some fucking girl from Colombia. So like the majority of my following is from Colombia and Argentina. So, <laughs> so Ma Maluma, shout out to Maluma. Yeah, shout Colombia. out to Maluma. <laughs> so this Colombia chick posted it on the uh, on the uh, on the uh, commented on the Maluma piece, and she's like. Que mierda, esta mierda, blah, blah, blah. It looks better in the garbage, this is this and that. Yeah. So you look just like an, an Alec Monopoly, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, mimic, this and this yeah. and that. I was like, I was like, bro, if you get him and I, him, his work and my work, there's two parallels. Like, it doesn't look anywhere near the same. Like, I use mixed media. Like, he doesn't really use mixed media. And if he does use, use mixed media, he does the Monopoly pieces. And I don't really do, yeah. like, cartoons. Like, I had my Casper, like, here and there. But, like, my main focus was, like, portraits. Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong. Alex talented as fuck. I'm not gonna take mm -hmm. that away from him. But like we have two completely different styles. But unfortunately, he sets such a big footprint in like the art world that people automatically just want to like resonate, resonate, whatever. That's how it is with music. Everyone's like, everyone sounds oh, like a mini sound, future, yeah, a mini yeah, Travis yeah. Scott because you're inspired by him. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, 
like, you know? Like, Alec isn't somebody that necessarily inspires me, though, but I really do respect his talent, 100%. Yeah. Like, I... I can go ahead and say, yeah, I fuck with his art. Like yeah. his portraits, I don't really like him too much. I like the idea of that that he can literally just. So the way he does it, he literally just he does it backwards. I do it reverse. So like I do the portrait first, and then I do the background. He does the background first, and then he does a portrait on top, which mm -hmm. is kind of weird because he shades with the spray bottle. I don't do that. That's just hard. Mm -hmm. So then. Um, he did like a blue collection uh recently and like i saw how he did it and i was just like bro that's nuts like yeah so we have two completely different styles bro and people don't understand that but Fine. i mean at the end of the day like you actually you actually really have to be into art for you to understand like that was another thing too bro like reading comments when i first started getting big bro like bro i got like death threats in my fucking dm yeah. and shit like that I was you got a like, thick skin dog you can't even read that yeah, really like bro, don't let that crazy. shit fuck up your day at bro first don't it, let a stranger who's yeah, a weirdo on the cut, bro, you know? at first it bothered me and i was like nah fuck that shit. how did the um how did the, the the matt zingler thing go i saw you made a piece for him in the in 11 yeah. and shit yeah that was, that was the piece i was talking about we took we literally finished 30 minutes before we had to go how did because you have 11 there you have that was gold rush everyone gold rush because yeah. matt owns all three or no a, he only owns one now but he's a partner he partners up with um 11 because they have the uh the after parties the after parties they have the lounge at rolling loud and mm. stuff like that so um yeah so daniel solomon contacted uh my manager and he was like yo uh we want casper to do something for matt zingler He's like, oh, what do you need to buy? He's like, two, three days. And I was like, ah, I know just the guy who picked me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, bro. I was like taking um, Alpha Brain. Shout out Joe Rogan. Bro, <laughs> I popped those pills every, like twice a day. It was horrible. And I was just like, bro, there the whole time. Oh, so you made me pop that shit too, man. Bro, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're just so there. Say, Yo, you bro, help me out with this uh, shit. We have, we have Slumpy Kev, which is another artist. We just got uh, signed by Marcel also. Um, I was like, yo, come over, please. So like while they were taking off like the prep work, I was in the shower getting ready, bro. And I was like so anxious. I was sweating even after the shower. Damn. So then like I was just like, they're like, oh, um, like hold on, like don't worry about it. Go to the shower, this and that. They're like, I see them doing this thing super slowly, like the outline work to like get the like the edges. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, give me that. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're not. We're they taking our time on the lines and shit. Bro, that's how my yo, it's crazy. My yo. tattoo artist dog, my tattoo, he's like, yo, you could do your whole sleeve if you want to sit here for eight Yo, cause most tattoo artists they go, because yo, this motherfucker was like <laughs> he's like dog that's how you keep the lines consistent and straight yeah. you do one stroke it's the gzz, 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 what yeah makes that's that shit look literally what i did with them they're like they were doing like this and yeah. i was just like oh like, yeah. boom done i don't get what stays along whatever that's crazy so, dog and then bro we literally we had a uh, we literally couldn't fit it in our car so i was like i asked marcel i was like yo can we use the range he was like yeah bro take it bro he wants he went to go pick up the range we waited came back Still didn't even fit in the fucking ring. Like we had to drive, I was driving that. That's how big it was. Top of the like only a day and shit. Like, yeah, like, like, like holding the shit. We're holding that shit. Me and Slump, we're holding that thing from the top. I was like, bro, please. The last thing I need is for this bitch to fucking break Damn, or fall. Dog. Whatever. We, we pull up and like we get there. And like I was just like, oh, finally I can like relax. I like, I was having a panic attack. Had a drink. I was like, all right. I'm, just, I'm getting a panic I'm just thinking about that yeah, shit. Yeah, no, trust me, I'm the same, dog. You do what do you do? You do any you do you do anything? I mean, I'm I'm sure the art helps you calm down and shit. Yeah, like do you art. anything to like help you deal with your anxiety and shit? Um usually when I paint, bro, I just have like wine, but like if I have anxiety, I'm I'm mentally I'm really good with like being able to calm myself down. But yeah. 
don't it's important it. to know that to yeah. know how to do that like to, to how to calm yourself and and then give you hype yourself up and give you energy when you yeah. need it to be able to control you and I, not be a slave to like your ups and downs and your emotions and yeah, shit you know? i don't like, want to be a slave to substances either like i don't want to depend on something for me to be like all right like i need this for yeah. me to calm down and yeah. give me like for me it's like yo water and food like i'm yeah. gonna fuck like i feel yeah. like this yeah because I've, I've also had the same thing but yeah. as for like the Xanax and all that shit, I don't want to. Yeah. You could literally, I mean, I don't yeah. want to get into the meditation talk again, but like you could literally. Nah, that meditation shit still, is fire. You could sit still yeah. and breathe a certain way to make your heart rate go down and calm you. You could sit still and breathe a certain way to make your heart rate go high. You're like, you got to learn how to learn your body. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And learn how to. Con- so, funny you mentioned that. So, like, whenever I get a, like really bad anxiety, I figured out, like, oh, I have to like tuck my arm in a certain way, then lay over, and like, I, I breathe a certain way. And, like, bro, like, my heart rate and my anxiety just goes. Yeah. Like I learned my, how my body works over time. Yeah, it's important. But like people are like, "Oh, do you smoke? You have to get high, bro. You're an artist, yo. Do you for sure do bad drugs? This and this and that." I'm just like, "Nah, bro. Like I don't need that for me to like do art. You get me? Like yeah. I, I can be sober doing art. Like it's just something like imagine like I wasn't fucking five years old, fucking popping Xanax. You know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it was something that I grew up with. But like obviously, excuse me, there is artists that like, bro, they fucking do like crazy drugs and like, like music anything creatively yeah, you know, yeah like you know, it could be a steroid you know as far as like the the environment that we've kind of been like introduced to and the people that you hang around with you, they you say the yeah. best but they say because what especially for sedatives but they say the the high the highest like a lot of music artists for example i don't know if it, they they're in the studio really late they make their best music really late, or they make their best music really That's early. That's me. I really stay up early. until so like five a.m. What happens is you're be- you're you're at your creative peak when you're like half asleep, half awake. That's when your mind is at the most creative. Yeah. Which is why most people do shit to like have them like have to make themselves feel half asleep, whether mm. it's drugs or they're in the studio late night, right before they go to bed, or right when they wake up, they they're in creative mode. You know. Yeah, so for me, it's always past 5 p.m. up until like 5 in the morning. That's me too. It's That's like my my window for me to be like, I know right. I know some of my homeboys like producers and shit who wake, who get busy on the wake up. Like at 9 a.m. they drink a coffee and they're knocking out like 10 beats of I shit. I wish and I could like, do that, bro. I, I my respect to those people. Like yeah. if I could do that, bro, the amount of productivity I would have, pff, I'd be printing fucking money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous, but I mean, I respect to people that could do that, man, because like if I could wake up, I, my body naturally wakes up at 8 or 9 a.m. But, like, my creativity is like, nah, I don't want to pay right now. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, once, it's weird. It has to do with the time of day. Once I see the sun start coming down and I see the sunset, I'm like, all right, now I want to paint. Gotcha. I don't know why, but it's just, like, something that I have. Like, Like, and, like, bro, like, in my old apartment when I was living with my mom, um... Even I had like the small ass window that would lead outside. As soon as, as soon as I saw the sunset, I was like, "All right, now it's time to paint." And my mom would hate it because I'd be fucking blasting music with my speakers, and she'd be like, "Yo, turn that shit off." So like, now nah. you move. Now you move to 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 your own spot, and you got a nice view, right? Yeah, um, beautiful view, man. How, has that because. I'm about to do that, you know? So mm. my question to you is, has that affected your energy in a way? Like, with the view, has it helped your creativity? Like, how should is the view, should, like... You should have seen this me, nigga in his crib and should see this nigga now. The, the, uh, let, me, let me explain something to you. So, to be real, when I, was, um, when I was back at my mom's place, I already hit a point where, like, mentally I was like, yo, I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, aside from, like, the art thing, I was just like... Mentally, I was not there. Like, bro, I was depressed. I was, like, not knowing what to do. I was just, like, doubting myself in art, this and this and that. And then, like, him and, like, my other boy that's a really close friend of mine, Robert, like, he was just like, yo, you just got to get out of there, bro. Like, you got to move. Mm-hmm. They're like, yo, the, once you move, like, that's it. Like, you're going to hit reset and like, you're going to be inspired. Like, once you wake up every day in that apartment, you're going to be mm-hmm. like, yo, like, all right, I got to keep this. Mm-hmm. 100% right. Like, I went and I moved in. 
and waking up to that view every day and like being in like seeing that atmosphere and i was just like all right like yo i'm really in this shit like yeah i really devoted my life to this like art paid for this apartment you know like yeah. art put, put me in this position like the people that, w- that were telling me in high school that i used to tell them they were crazy to, yeah. to telling me that yo you should do art as a career you know you know that look at them now like they were right yeah and like i remember when i when i um when i uh i posted um like I, I did a post on Instagram. I was like, "Oh, thank you for all the people that like supported me since I was in like high school." People will start sending me like DMs of like screenshots, wow. of dumb telling me, "Yo, like pursue art," and like text messages and this and this and that. And then um, I was like, "Yo, that's wild!" Like I had people like telling me from like 2010, 2011, and like they still keep in touch with me now. And like I have like long essay messages to be like, "Bro, man, like you're such an inspiration. Like it's crazy to think that like your talent took you so far in life. This and this and that. Like, bro, like it just started for you too. It's yeah, crazy. It just started bro, March, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> yo, so yo, then, the world is quick. Yeah. It's like microwave, bro. Like, yeah. And then what ended up happening, bro? It was just like it got to a point where I was like, "Yo, I don't want to let people down." You get me like i yeah. want to get to this point like just stop you get me yeah. so it's like right now um like with my agency and stuff like we we just hit like like a standstill because of everything that's going on with like within the art world like now we got to start playing for art basil because art basil is coming in december so it's like i'm a focus but at the same time we also got to focus what's going on right. six months from now 12 right. months from now because those are events that you have to like plan for like over a course of months and obviously they have like nine other artists so it's like Usually, so like right now, I'm kind of doing my own thing. Are you painting more now? Like, what, like, how let's say, like, how many pieces you knock out in a month right now? Like, like I want to do what Marcel, like one a week or like, yeah, what Marcel wants me to do right now, he wants me to do at least like six a month, but he's trying to get me to paint as least as possible, so like, charge more, but not uh, paint as much. So, like, two paint, he wants really say he wants me to do two paintings a month, mm-hmm. so like, the exclusivity stays there, and then I get paid like what, like, five. Uh, five six grand a month mm-hmm. i mean uh five six grand a piece so i'm making like mm-hmm. ten to twelve thousand dollars a month yeah so like right now i'm knocking out six six paintings a month like right now i have six that i have lined up each 2500 bucks do the math it's yeah. like fifteen dollars. $15, yeah. so you just went over your whole fucking yeah, career yeah, we're gonna we, have to bleep we, some of this yeah, shit out you just went over your whole <laughs> <laughs> sorry, expenses yo. and shit <laughs> yeah. we'll pay 3k in tax so motherfucker <laughs> like yo my man with dog yeah too much of the detail yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you got that editing you're good yeah but um yeah so it's like I, I hit a point right now where it's like i my main focus now is like I'll, i want to like alleviate my brain as much as possible so i can like travel through different avenues you know like yeah. i just got invited to go to puerto rico by um uh rafa like mm-hmm. two days ago and like um paris the barber and um shout out to paris he's the one who introduced me to yeah, from my yo Rock. i i was going to uh, I, I, I cheated on my barber with Paris. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had the same barber. <laughs> for like, yo, I had the same barber for 10 years and I had to make up a lie, you know, some shit. I was like, yo, moving or some shit. And I went to Paris and Paris like did something to my beard where he fucking like shaked my shit a different way. I'm like, yo, you got me out here looking like a Puerto Rican dog. Like, yo, he's like, yo, we gonna fix your hairline. You know what I mean? He's like my hair consultant now. So shout out to Paris the barber, man. Yeah, Best well, barber in that's Miami. Me. That's my dog. Yeah. We met, um, where did we meet again? I forgot. Oh, he uh, followed me. Fiesta. He no, we met him. We met him at Brick. We met him at Brick first. We met him at Alessandro. Wait, you said yeah, yeah. Uh, Fiesta, Fiesta Brush. Oh, oh. Fiesta Brush. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Face the versus fire. Shout out face the versus. Uh, no, we're not shouting them out. What is that? Uh, it's a party. Oh, okay. They do it like once every month. Yeah, we're gonna cut that out. They're not paying us. <laughs> um, <laughs> plug your plug your social media plug. Uh, Casper Mammy at Casper Mammy with a K. Uh, there it is. I can't put the dollar sign in the S, but. Yeah, Instagram. They gotta let me do it. It's on like trademark. My verified check mark is coming soon. What's that happening? Yeah, bro, we've been bro. working on that shift. I've been working long, on that bro. too, bro. My boy tell me I gotta drop like five k for a publicist, like six k for a publicist. Yeah, I, I paid three grand for a PR agency that just started, and then I got my refund back. They gave me my articles, but then um, it was a gold thing. Now I met, ironically, so I had a meeting with a museum in New York, and then um, they actually had pushed me back two days, and I already had my flight like really set up all that bro like i'm not gonna do it i have to go back to miami this and that i have to paint so whatever that same night i was bummed out and me and my boy we randomly went to a bar with a group of his friends somebody at facebook was there and like we were just randomly talking to them and she was like oh what are you doing my all like, oh, my artists this and this and that and then she's like oh why do you look so bummed out i was like bro like i was trying to get to this museum thing whatever and then I'm like, I'm also like thinking about this whole verification thing that my PRGC that I was working with like didn't work out. She's like, oh, I'm an engineer on Facebook. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, you're talking shit. She's like, no, seriously. I was like, what? So I got her number. I'm like, whatever. I'm getting, I'm doing everything through her. Shout out her. I'm not gonna say her name because Facebook be a uh, yeah. They're gonna they're fucking gonna, they're fire her ass. <laughs> I fucking twenty DMs a day. I could get you verified. I block all you motherfuckers, bro. Bro, horrible. Yeah, but yeah. So um, that's that's a, a big focus on me right now because bro, that that check mark is what people don't understand. Bro, that check mark is a gold mine, man. Like yo, you're the second person who told me that, bro. It is. I, I, it I, is true. I'm not that bullish on it, but like, I'm true. A, I'm a personal friend of mine that her business went from one end of the scale to the other within wow. a month just because she had that. got the check mark it's it's dumb it's it sounds dumb but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's literally a real thing especially me as an artist imagine my managers being like hey look i manage this artist yeah in a world with a gazillion artists a gazillion djs a gazillion podcasts if you're so the one that's like you and i and me and him and like my manager accumulatively since we're in the industry we're in the loop we know what it means you get me yeah but people that don't know that are like you know just a random yeah. person that go to Publix every day like have a nine-to-five when they see somebody that's verified they're like oh my god like this this is somebody you what know you mean you could dm models now casper and they'll answer you dog no because no, you no, got no, a blue no, check no, bro no, no, no. hey yo ma oh my god he got a blue check girl <laughs> <laughs> once that's you get like, that blue check bro like you have so much more at your disposal you can do like mm. i have a couple of homegirls that they tell me their stories that before and afters and like bro like they literally walk into like salons they show them their instagram and they don't have to pay a dime they just exchange social media posts yeah. like bro it's ridiculous i can do the same thing like I'm not gonna say what art store, but they already offer me like, yo, if you get verified and you repost us, we'll provide you with free art. Supplies. Michael's giving you free supplies. Not Michael, bro. It's a very big art store yeah. here, and like they told me, like, yo, we'll, we'll we'll provide you with free supplies if you get verified. If you just post us up every time you come, I'm like, I'm just like, you know how much money I'll save. You know how much money I'll make. More if I save on supplies, bro. It's crazy. That's bro. Uh, when I was working at Power Dog, when Instagram like first came out, or it was like just kind of new, they were like, "Yo, anyone here uh, wants to have a blue check?" Da, 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 da. I was like, "Yo, fuck that blue check! Like that shit don't mean nothing." And I didn't even fill out the paperwork, and I could have got the blue check like in 2014, dog. Yeah. Wow, you slept. Dog. Yeah, I slept. I didn't know what it was gonna mean. Like yeah. I would be fucking Superman <laughs> if I had a blue check. I would. I would. I mean, you, know? you should be able to get it now. I mean, like, yeah. What, what, if I mean, you have you have articles out now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bro, oh, my boy, all my, all my boy, my boy that's verified, my boy Bodega Flea just got verified. A couple of my yeah, boys are like, bro, you should be able to fucking get verified. I'm like, have yeah, I don't know why. 
Bro, every 30 days I submit that shit. You have to do it. No, you have to do it with the PR agency. You're, you're, when you do it through the Instagram, you get put in like a folder and it's like the girl from Facebook yeah. told me this. If you do it from the, from the, um, if you, do it, app, if you do it from track. the app, you're like already automatically put in a place where it's like you're not going to get it approved. Gotcha. So you have to go through a PR, PR. agency no matter what. Because okay. like you have to have somebody personally represent you to an actual engineer that works at, at mm. Facebook, Instagram for them to actually review your shit because they don't check anybody that goes through that because yeah. she was telling me, she's like, bro, there's, there's um, I forgot, it's like 1.2 or 2 point something billion people that have Instagram and like imagine all the people. Yeah, you can't. Even 1% of that, it's like, yeah, you, you can't, can't even go you through can't, that. Can't My boy was telling that. me too, he's like, yo, another a trick he was telling me, it was like, make 20 versions of your Instagram name, make 20 Instagrams oh, yeah, of your like, name and tell them, yo, there's people yeah. copying me, I need to be verified so I'm yeah, the real one, you know. They, but, they, they caught up on that shit too. Yeah. That's BS because they traced it to the IP address. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I know the whole thing, man. All right, my brother, plug, you plugged it already, Casper, Casper Miami. Um, plug yours too, bro. Uh, my name is Eli. It's E-L-Y-Y dot R-O-J-A-S. And that's the, that's the manager, you know what I mean? So yes, sir, make, sure, make sure you hit him up, you know, if, if, if you need anything. You're going to find him on his bio. I told Marcel, I was like, I'm not signing no contract unless he's coming with me, dog. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's smart. Just like how Drake said, that's smart. how are you going to get a manager after you blow up? Yeah, that's true. But I always come from that business aspect, so I already know, like, you get me what I'm saying? So, you're hungry, you hustler, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Yeah. and also helps too because Marcel can't be everywhere with me. You get me? Like, I can bring him along and he represents me. So, it's like Marcel's another famous person too. So, it's like, it's hard for me to be like, yo, I need you to come to this place. Yeah, Yeah, he also has the art aspect where it's like i have that business aspect but he has mm-hmm. the inside of the nah, art but you need the person who's gonna go and talk to floyd mayweather and tell the seven foot guy yo relax pop yeah. <laughs> like, yo, like you need bro that's very that's that's very Essential. important you yeah, know what i'm saying 100%. like you know? so um all right fellas i appreciate y'all coming through uh, no problem, problem. I appreciate you on the rocks bam